Achieving a gorgeous grin from home isn't a total mystery with Byteclear aligners. Just don't be surprised if all of your sleuthing friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Byteclear aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces. Plus, they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot com. Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Welcome. Oh, my headphones are a little low. Dan, how, how are your headphones? Check one, I'm two. I'm great. Yes, good. Dan uh, and myself, Bubba, it is our very first attempt uh, at... Dan, I don't know that you and I have done any or not very many shows just you and I. No, it's 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 nice. It's weird. Yeah, but it's great. Two guys getting together. <laughs> I love getting together with you, though. Two boyfriends. You're, you're fun. Uh, by the way, this is uh, an exclusive podcast to our podcasting world. We don't know that we're going to distribute it in any other place. Is we don't know. Uh, and just the working title in itself could potentially uh, mean that it only stays a podcast forever. <laughs> and welcome to our first episode of Making Woke Our Bitch. And yes. Dan and I, Dr. Diaco and I are going to, you know, not, it's not going to be a real long uh, uh, segment, but we are two of the more outspoken people that sometimes get ourselves in trouble to the point where we can't say necessarily some things on the various forums that we are distributed on. Yes. Terrestrial the, Radio, YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitch, uh, you know, so forth and so on. And I know that you, I don't know what you're going to say, but you did ask me, you're like, listen, I'd like to say something to open up this particular podcast. And I said, have at it. So, Dan, without further ado, uh, go ahead and, and open up what you told me you wanted to say, but I don't know what you're going to say. Said so you just wanted to say something. Yes, I think a, an appropriate introduction would be: Listen, we're going to be talking about some things that you may find offensive, and you may disagree with, but understand that it's coming from science and experience. And if you can't hear something that you don't like or you disagree with, and you can't accept that other people may have, you a- can't handle the truth. A different opinion <laughs> right. or a different outlook on things, then turn off the show and don't listen. Just you to spare can't handle the truth. To spare your fragile little ears from having to hear things that may make you triggered. So, so I don't want to hear about it. Out, take your snowflake flake ass somewhere else because we're going to break down some stuff that could potentially offend you. Now, mind you, you've been warned. I'm not a uh, an educated man. I'm I'm a streetwise man. I'm a pretty good broadcaster. Dan, on the other hand, is very intelligent, book smart, street smart, and college smart. I think, Dan, if I'm right, you have about 18 years of after high school education. Yes. uh, Including medical school, well, undergrad. Yes. Medical school. Yep. And law school. Yep. And residency. And residency with passing the bar. And now what's the, what's the medical, uh, is the MCAT? What, well, the MCAT's what you take to get into medical school, and then you have to take part one, 
part two and part three of the medical boards. And then after your residency, you have to take an oral and a written board in your specialty, which is plastic surgery. You're kidding me. No. So in the <clears throat> so that's far harder than being a lawyer. Oh, way harder. Do you, do you sometimes give your brother some shit when you're saying, listen, lawyer, smoyer, that was a walk in the park. I nighttime fucking class that shit. Do you ever yeah, say, I, I mean, do. I think, I, come on, like, guys. Jay, come Stressful? On. Come on. It takes three years, and that's come one on, test Jay, at the I end. nailed it. How well did you do in law school? I finished first in my class. You did? Yes. How well did you do on the bar? I did like 90th percentile. Really? Yeah, and I don't type, so it was really hard for me to keep up with the other guys that typed because I was like, you know, hunt and peck. Oh, was it on a computer? Yeah, the whole thing. But the thing is, I don't care how good of handwriting you have, after three hours, it's all sloppy. Oh, well, hold on. And you're a doctor. Right. So, I mean, so it starts <laughs> off sloppy. <laughs> now, if you're not a doctor, do you, I mean, if you're not, if you have good penmanship as a doctor, does an old like, does an old timer doctor take you aside and say, listen, you're a doctor. You're supposed to have some fucked up writing, buddy. Because all doctors have just fucking chicken chicken scratch writing. I, you know, it's because, you know, back in the day, we didn't have electronic medical records and everything had to be written. So you just have to write as fast as you could possibly write. Otherwise, you're there all day. But there's also little abbreviations, too. A lot of abbreviations that most people don't understand. And the other thing is that, that those those weird-looking prescriptions that look like scribble, the pharmacist knows exactly what it is. They're difficult to reproduce. As a matter of fact, that's one of, like, if they can tell if you're, if you're like, got, got a hold of a doctor pad or some bullshit, that they know, like... I don't like. I think on some of your script, like P P E R S I or something like that. I mean, there is some like code, isn't there? Oh, there's a lot of code, and if it's not my crappy handwriting, the pharmacists all know my handwriting because I've been signing prescriptions in this town for 25 years. So. Right. If it's not, they know exactly. T- that should be our next podcast. Sign in script, sign in scripts, and putting in tits for twenty five years. <laughs> <laughs> How about awesome. that? That's a sign one. in scripts and installing tits for yep. twenty five years. And I write lots of Percocet. You know, I'm a big Percocet writer, and that is a flag. Yeah, I mean, not to you because no. you don't overprescribe them, and you don't. I mean, I think you only can give a guy. I think you can only give a girl like maybe twelve. Like no, I usually give like thirty two to forty two. I used to give like sixty. I can't. So they. They really limit as to the number I can give. Isn't that considered like a, what they call a triple net now where you have to have like it, it, those scheduled, those ones like Percocet and Vicodin, like it's a, it's way different than like prescribing some amoxicillin or something. Oh, like. yeah, the Schedule 2s. Yeah. And so now they just made a new rule literally like this week that if the address isn't put on there by me with a zip code that matches the driver's license – They'll deny the prescription. When I had when I when I went to my general physician, like you know, I go to you as my as my doctor. But you, there's some stuff you can't write me. You know, you just can't. It's not really appropriate, right? right. And it exactly. would be, I could. I, it's just not. It's just kind of a flag for right. me to write so those scripts. So we we don't even go there. Right. Like you know, if I need a, I appreciate. if, if I need you. an antibiotic or some eye drops, Dan's like no fucking problem. But if yep. I you know like if I got need uh, you know like my Ambien and stuff like that, Dan's like uh uh-uh, uh, you need to go to your regular doctor. So I got a regular doctor. And, and before he retired, and he had this thing. Have you seen them, Dan? They're code generators. Yes. And he would he would electronically be putting my um, prescription in, and then it sends a code to his little beeper like thing, and he has to immediately put this code. It's like DEA shit or something. Right. Have it's, you seen that? It's part of the electronic medical records to again prevent fraud. So that's the way there's checks and balances. I don't do EMRs because I don't have to bill Medicare. So. Oh yeah, you're can't you're uh. It's you're, all cash. You're like what Dr. Mark told me one time. Uh, he goes, I work on dicks and drive an F-150. 
Dan and I have to take in, I have to deal with the big insurance shakedown. And Dan works on tits and gets paid cash and drives a Ferrari. But we both went to medical school. The same I know. Amount of time. It's not fair. It's not fair for some of these I guys. I mean, dicks or tits. You can deal. You can deal with tits and 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 not have to deal with the insurance company. You know, shaking you down, or you can deal with dicks and. Dr. Mark broken told, dicks. Dr. It's not Mark, just regular dicks. It's broken dicks. Dr. It's Mark worse. told me one time he'll submit a bill, and I don't know any of this to be like you know. You can maybe help me, and it would be let's just say it would be you know eighty five hundred dollars. Okay, he says the insurance company calls you and says, uh, "Yeah, we got some good news and bad news for you. The good news is we're going to pay you uh, thirty nine hundred, uh, and you're going to take it, or we're going to not uh, let you carry our health uh, insurance anymore." Is that how they do it? Worse, they'll say, "Okay, here's your two thousand dollars, and if you don't like it." You're out of the network. You're out of the network. Yep. And see ya. Take luck. it or leave it. But with you, a woman comes in, needs some new tits, and you're like, it's 8400 Take it or leave it. Right. <laughs> right. Exactly. And pay me two weeks before surgery instead of me having to try to chase the insurance company for three months after surgery to get paid. Right. So, yeah, we're cash up front. Uh, anyway, uh, making woke our bitch, me and Dr. Diaco uh, Esquire uh, and here I- today. And we uh, are going to talk. Dan, you wanted to talk about gender. Yes, sex. And we're talking about, you sex. know, we're talking about genes versus genitals. You kind of like segued into it with the with the Dr. Mark Dick talk. So genes, genes versus, versus gender. genitals. And so, I love that. Genes versus genitals. And and understand, I have done sex change operations. So I know the operation. I'm not just some guy off the street talking about it as just some random lawyer, some random doctor. You're talking about a doctor that has been in this field that does these procedures. So I know what's happening in these little procedures. You can say, oh, he had a little procedure. We can talk about it at depth. Well, here's the deal. You are, we're going to speak about genes versus genitals, uh, you know, about people that are transitioning or people that are, you know, like playing in sports that are men that are women or women that are men. But we're talking about it on two different levels. One, you know, socially, but two, medically, you actually have done these procedures. So, you know, you know what it entails, you know, medically, what the medical procedure is yes. on it as well. Yes. And, and, and I think first thing is that you see more and more now of society not wanting to accept what a person is born as and trying to cross, you know, the 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 goal line, so to speak, or the 50-yard line to become the opposite sex that they were born. And I don't really have a problem with that if that's just how you want to live your life. I don't. I don't have a problem with a man that wants to be a woman or a woman that wants to be a man as long as it's not for competitive versus the opposite sex that you were born reasons. Does that make any sense? Yes. Now, how do you feel about that? Or well, do you feel like, fuck it, if you're a guy, you're a guy, and if you're a girl, you're a girl, you can't, there's no, there's no gray area? That's a loaded question. So I'm going to go into a couple different things on this one. First of all, I do believe that people have a genotype and they have a phenotype. The genotype is the genes. If you are an XX or an XY, and most how people, about a tri- how about a triple X like me? Well, you know, a triple X. You know, I'm talking about you, being <laughs> fat, Dan. <laughs> I'm sorry. Go ahead. Um, so, the, the, so, but there are X, people. X there are people. XY. There are people that have extra chromosomes, and they have real, true chromosome abnormalities. And and I think that those people, 
the true people that have, you know, sometimes dual genitalia or ambiguous ambiguous genitalia or maybe or have testicular feminization, we could talk about those. And those people, I think, have real, real issues. I think they've been addressed. I think they've been But that's a swept. very, very, very finite amount of people. Oh, it's such a small fraction. These these diseases are are very, very, very rare. And I actually have it in my family. I have two cousins who have children that were genetic XY but they were born as girls. They looked like girls. No one had any idea until one, and when she was about seven years old, had a lump in her belly. Turned out to be a testicle that was undescended. For real? They had no idea that these girls weren't girls. So they were given girl names. They were treated as girls all the way up until this happened. Then they had to figure out what was going on. Turns out that they have a very specific problem, kind of like Jamie Lee Curtis has. Where they, even though they are genetic males, their body doesn't see testosterone. Well, now, hold on. What's Jamie Lee Curtis? She's a genetic male. No, she's not. Yeah, she's XY. For real? Yeah. Jamie How many Lee- kids she got? None. Jamie she's Lee still. Curtis, the girl that was in Trading Places, yeah, 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 the famous yeah, yeah, yeah. actress. Yes, is she still yes, alive? She is. And okay. she supposedly has this same issue, this testicular feminization. So you're saying she's that she androgen- has a penis? No, no, no. She doesn't have a penis. She never had a penis. She okay. In fact, did you know that you had a vagina at one point in your life? Well, yeah, your vagina forms first. It, it, actually, isn't it a clit- it, you're, it's the clitoris? The, the, and the, the clitoris, whole vagina. No, no, no. The clitoris Every, either turns into a cock or it stays a clitoris. Pretty much, kind yes, of, right? Yes, yes. You see, everyone, every human being starts off as a female. Right in the, in the in the in the uterus. Well, if you look at the clit, if you look at the clitoris. And some women have larger clitorises than others. And if you have a lot of testosterone, it gets bigger. Right. And like I have been with over the years, some girls that, you know, probably were on steroids or did steroids or something like that. And their clits look like little baby dicks. Yes. They look like that, like, like, like half of your pinky. Mm -hmm. And, and, and so that, that kind of. And they look and they kind of look like a dick. Yeah, you don't get a black eye. So I mean, I get it. I get it. And, so so but, you're saying like if if a if a person is born born X Y, then they have a, a is it a working vagina? It's just the 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 precursors to a vagina. It's an early vagina, and so when you have an X Y male in the uterus, once they start making that testosterone. The vagina essentially converts into a penis and testicles. The vagina and ovaries turn into a penis and testicles. And that's now what is that condition medically called? So it's called testicular feminization or androgen insensitive males. And so my two cousins and supposedly Jamie Lee Curtis started ha, had the XY chromosome, but their body doesn't see testosterone. They so don't they have start receptors. developing like a woman. They stay as a woman. They never develop into a man. Doesn't except matter how much you give them. Except for a potential testicle in the belly. Well, yeah, because the the the, testo- the testicle, which was really started off as an ovary, never really formed as a complete testicle. It stayed high up in their belly. It didn't descend into a scrotum because right. the scrotum never formed. Right. So they have a vagina, but they don't have a uterus. They don't. So they can't they have kids. No, they can't have kids. They don't have a cervix. And so the the first two thirds of your vagina comes from one part in your as you're developing, and the cervix and the last third of your vagina and the uterus come from a different part. And without getting too technical, without that secondary, that last third, the cervix and the uterus, 
They have a vagina, but it's a short vagina. It's not a very deep vagina. Oh, that's a, those are good ones. So, yeah, you hit, you hit the back door. Yeah, even a, a underhung man like me, not everybody is as well hung as you and Blitz. So, like, you know, an underhung guy like me, I need to find me a short vagina. <laughs> So I can hit the so I can hit the backstop. Like so I can hit the backstop. Be like, man, I, I know you're only five inches, but my God, you're fucking straight getting after the back there. You know what I'm saying? Shatter the fo- shatter my, the backboard. I'm shatter, I'm shatter. I'm Moses Malone in the backboard. Fucking bringing it right down to zero. So, but so, so with the X now with the and and is how rare is and by the way, none of which. Uh, is, this uh, isn't the conversation in pop culture right now. It's not about these people. These people you can't are the even ones have this re- conversation. Really? Can you? Ah, it's hard to. And it's- why can't you? Why can't you medically have? Why can't you medically have this conversation? Who are we offending by talking about this condition? Well, I don't think anybody. We shouldn't be right now. Right? At this point, we shouldn't have offended anyone. All right, so right now our offense meter is still zero. It should be still zero. We're still just medically breaking this shit down. This is right. all just scientific. We're talking about the the science behind what they call ambiguous genitalia, people that are you know have a, a different phenotype, which is how you look, versus your genotype, which is your genes. Now, here's one thing I can guarantee in life. You can call people a man or a woman. Ain't nobody ever been born from someone with an XY chromosome. It doesn't happen. It your can't, mama it, it can't happen. had two X chromosomes. Otherwise, you're not a human being. Your mama, your mama's got two X, right? Period. And Period. If, and if, if your mama ain't got two X, then she ain't your mama. Correct. Right? Correct. Genetically, yes. Genetically. Right. I mean, you could be adopted, fostered, right. yeah, thrown yeah, yeah, out, yeah, whatever, exactly. you know. But your mama has two X's. Guaranteed right? you were born from a human being that had two X chromosomes. But none yes. of you the... Were, you were the, the seed of a woman. You were delivered from a woman that had two X chromosomes. So realistically, if we're talking about people that transition, okay, realistically... I mean, anybody can transition. It doesn't. I mean, there's. We've now made that's that's the wild west. You can do whatever the fuck you want. I mean, no is not an option in today's society. Well, I think that's the whole thing, Bubba. I think right there, right. You just summarized woke, and that is no is, is not, not an, an option. option. You and can that's no pathetic. longer tell anybody no. And you know, how do you get what, better Dan, if, if you, you don't hear no sometimes? If, if you if from from Arlene to Joe. If if you would have said, and you were the firstborn, Mom, I'm going to be a girl. Well, back when you were born and I was born, your mom and dad would say, "You're not a fucking girl. You're a you're a boy." Okay, so if you want to act like a girl, go ahead and act like a girl. But we're not. You're not going to. You know, we're not going to call you Dan Danielle, <laughs> right? Right. I mean, because they told you bonafidely no. Right. No. 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 Mom, I want to, I wanna, at, at age 12, some of my friends are getting high on marijuana. I'd like to try it. No. No. But, you know, t- in today's world, Dan can be Danielle because God forbid that you tell a kid no nowadays. This all starts with the inability of parents to be strict and hold kids accountable and tell them no. And do you think that that, that trend is from laziness? Yes, as I think parents. it's part you of think that. it's parental laziness? Because, you know, it takes energy I think it's to discipline. I think it's societal 
laziness. I think it's, but I think society is a little bit lazy, but I think parents have gotten lazy because they don't want to, you know, they just slap a, an iPad in front of their kids. They or, don't want to discipline Or a phone or, or a phone, fucking DVD right. player. Some kind of electronics. Or something that's attached to the internet. Right, because you don't have cartoons anymore. Right. On regular TV, you don't see those occupying kids anymore. And so you know, we had cartoons and cereal boxes to entertain us as kids. That's all we had. That's all we had. And maybe a little fucking trinket that was inside the cereal box that after you put together, you realize it was a real piece of shit. Didn't look yeah. like near. Man, that thing, and when you saw it on the cereal box, it oh, looked it like go a bag. Yeah, it was like a bag. You got it out, and it was a piece of fucking balsa wood <laughs> and, and, you know, that you played with one time before it broke, broke. it, right? Exactly, every time. And, you know, you just had to have that cereal that you didn't even really like because it had this badass toy in it. I don't s- even fucking know that they put toys in, in, in cereal anymore. No, they don't. They're not allowed to. I think it's because it's like... Some it's, kid it's, choked it's on incur- it or something? No, I think because it encourages sugary food. Oh, okay. Well, I think that's why they decided it encourages sugary food, which you know, is as, why you as, can't have like flavored, um, you know, they're, they're trying to like knock out menthol cigarettes and, and flavored uh, vapes, tobacco vapes, because it just makes it too enticing. It's amazing. We can let kids, you know, we can let kids go on the internet and watch anything they want to watch. We can let them, but we can't tell, and we, we can try to regulate their sugar. We can try to environmentally make all cars batteries and all this kind of bullshit, but we can't tell kids that they can't be the opposite sex that they want to be. I'm going to tell you right now, if I was growing up and I could have been a girl uh, on the girls' softball team, or I would have fucking been all state. I mean, right? I mean, Dan, you were a good athlete as a guy. How much more would you have kicked ass as a girl? Well, you know, I had to run cross country one year as a wrestler in high school. The t- the cross country coach was also the wrestling coach. He's like, Diaco, keep your weight you down. Want, yeah, if you want to, if you want to start and, and be captain this year, you got to run cross country. I'm like, oh, Jesus. By the way, cross country is the fucking worst. It's the worst. It's so, the worst. Hey, it's a kids, three mile race. Run, run three fucking miles over a golf course and some shit. Fuck right, that. Exactly. Right? It's horrible. It's horrible. It was horrible. The very first race, I finished dead last and threw up on the finish line. Right. And was fantasizing about tripping and breaking my ankle so I wouldn't have to finish the you race. You were trying to find a gopher hole so I'm that you tr- could begging. <laughs> so flat, there's nowhere to fall. Ah. I was begging for a, something, a sprinkler. And your dad's a doctor, so you couldn't fake this shit, right? No, I tried. I wanted to. But you know what? I'm not a quitter. I finished the race and still threw up but it's just you know it was one of those things that of course we all want something you know easier than hard it's, it's it seems to be better but you know if if something's not hard it's got no value and and, and if like you a don't cock. Have, it's just <laughs> i mean if you're let me ask you this question let me ask you this Some question pillow. let me ask you this question if you're cock you're a man and i'm a man okay and if your cock couldn't get hard useless what i mean other than to because you could aim to the left or to the right, I yeah, guess. Other than other than the pee, pee sideways, what other function? I mean, doesn't your cock wasn't whoever we were created by or however we evolved? Your cock is only ha- it only has two purposes. And I'm not a doctor, you are, but I think on the street level, there's only two: to fuck and to piss. Yep. And to fuck is to re- is in the I guess in the in the animal is the, is to reproduce to reproduce and to excrete. Urine. Correct. Am I, that's the yep. only two. Make babies and get rid of waste. Right. That's it. And so if you can't get your cock hard, I can see why older men, I can see why Viagra and so just, just subconsciously and mentally, you probably feel like less of a man if you can't get your cock hard. Right? Oh, yeah. That takes out a whole aspect of your life and livelihood. Right. 
Right. Like, okay, no more sex. Oh, God. I mean, I spent, you know, my entire Lines. teens, 20s, 30s, 40s, blew, blew 50s, my entire fortune. Worrying about pussy. <laughs> how much money? <laughs> and Dan, think about how much money we've spent on pussy. Millions. Oh, my God. Millions. Millions. The car Literally you drive. Millions. And when we were growing, the car we drove was what? <laughs> For pussy. For pussy. The fucking clothes that you, the gold chain that you wore was because of what? Pussy. Pussy. Not so that fucking Bob Sicarico or whatever your fucking guy, Bob, Bob Lucarini, saying, hey, Dan, your fucking chain, it's really tight, man. I like. No, it was so that so the girl you saw on the boardwalk wanted that greasy Italian with the fucking herringbone, right? Right, exactly. Exactly what I was trying and to so do. If our it was cocks, just like colors on a bird to try to get, you know, if your cock, attract the other sex. If your cock doesn't get hard anymore, I almost feel like that might be. One. That's a reason to cut it off. Yeah. <laughs> but that's I mean, about it. I'm going to be honest with you, man. I would, I'd, I'd maybe transition to a woman if my cock couldn't get hard anymore. Because you know why? I could become a let. First of all, regular women aren't going to want to be with you. Women that are attracted to hard cocks, you're out of, you, you no longer are in that game, am I <laughs> no, right? No, you're not. You're, you're not in that game. game. You're out. 100%. So what's your only thing? If you want to have some type of sexual pleasure, there's only one thing you can really do. Yeah. Start eating pussy as a girl. Right. Right? Yeah, it's be the best bet. If my cock, if I got an injury and you can't, and my doctor, Dr. Dandiaco, I'm, I'm in surgery and you're trying to save my cock. Dr. Mark's with me. Dr. Mark, I got the whole fucking team in there. And you come in, you, 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 I go into surgery, and right before I go to surgery, you look at me as my, as my best friend. You go, Bubba, I'm going to do everything I can to try to get your cock to work again. I'll be like, okay, Dan, you and Dr. Mark, fucking please. It's please. I'll give it. After surgery, I'm in the recovery room, and I have been in the recovery room, and you're the first person I've seen on a couple of my surgeries. And if you looked at me and you said, Bubba, we, we couldn't fix your cock. <laughs> I'd say, Dan, roll me back in and take it off, motherfucker. I want to eat pussy. <laughs> I mean, wouldn't you? Yeah, why not? I mean, if you can't fuck pussy, you got to what? Eat it. You got to eat it. Yep. You got to eat it. So anyway, I don't know if we've gotten off the beaten path or a not. Bit. A little bit. But it, 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 we're, we're kind of talking about, and I want to talk about like this, this Leah Thompson. Okay. Right. Again, again, let's talk. We're, we're going into that direction. And right. that is, you know, genes versus genitals. And so genitals have something to do with genes, but not always. And do you like think I Leah said, Thompson's cock still works? Probably. That's what I'm saying. Like, if your cock still works, then you're still a man. Yes. And you can't compete as a woman. I agree. Because it's... your cock gives you an advantage. Just, I don't know, there's some kind of mojo that your cock makes you, I don't know, stronger or faster or some bullshit. I don't know. It's not that your your penis makes you big, faster or stronger. It's just that those years of testosterone in your body and your muscles seeing that extra testosterone at a higher level than a woman has her entire life gives you different muscles. And different strength to those muscles and different amounts of those muscles. And endurance. And different endurance. And oxygen and, levels, right? Yeah, like I, when I was running cross country, I would run with the chicks because that was easy to run with them. I well, couldn't run with the boys. Plus, you were looking at that ass, too. Yeah, there's this girl, that, Dorothy, she was kind of cute. Who, but. who was your, I, we're really getting off the beaten path. <laughs> like, I jacked off to in high school to a girl named Lori Howard. Uh-huh. And Jill, Lori Howard, Jill Bolesky, and Dana Holler were the three hot foxes at Warsaw High. Who were who were the Northeast Vixens? Lynn D'Alessandro, uh, the Hoban sisters. The, oh, the Hoban sisters. Yeah, there's a pair of them. And another older one. There were twins plus another one. There's three of them. Uh, you know, 
Kim Anthony. Did you ever have an uh, opportunity Kathy to, to, to go out with any of them? I'm not going to oh, get any yeah. more, any more detail than me? that. Yeah, one of the few of them. Really? Yep. And some after high school. It took me like after high school to be cool enough to, to go out with them. Because you know, if they're your same age, you're looking at guys older than you. Then after you graduate high school, things kind of equalize a yeah, little when bit. Yeah, when you're in high school, when you're a high school, if you remember, I don't, this is how it worked in my high school. Let me know if it was yours. When you were a really hot chick in high school, then you would be dating like freshmen and sophomores of college. Like when you were a junior and senior in high school, if you really are a hot chick, then you were able to pull some college men, dudes. Yeah, men, right. right. Yeah, and over you, 18, right. absolutely. Had cars, had money. Yeah, exactly. Right. But then, you know, once us boys went out and kind of conquered the world, and then we weren't as appealing as boys, as juniors and sophomores to these bitches. Now when you're a doctor or a radio guy or something like that, some of those bitches, you know, they start sniffing around the buckle brush again, and you become a little more desirable. Yep. That did happen to me on one instance. I'm not going to mention any names. Yeah, that happened to me a few times, too. Even college girls. Girls that like, laughed at you at college, you know, a couple years later, like, hey, what are you up to? Oh, there's a lot of college bitches that thought I was just going to be a fucking dropout, and then, you know, I show up on my fucking private plane. Well, you can get some pussy. That, <laughs> i got to tell you, Dan, when we had that plane, that was a pussy-getting fucking machine, was it not? Yeah, it was pretty cool. God, I missed that yeah, thing. Yeah, we need to get one again. Even if we got one like Halpern has. Yeah, I know. It doesn't have to be huge. It doesn't have to be two engines. It just has to be, you know, hold four or five people. We just got to be able to get to Fort Walton Beach in Charleston. That's it. That's as far as we need to go. Really? South Carolina, Miami, Fort Walton Beach, maybe New Orleans. Bahamas. Yeah, Bahamas, definitely. The Keys. Yeah, that's all that same radius. That same, like, you yeah, know, 350 that, mile radius. What did it take us from Tampa to Fort Walton Beach? Hour and a half? When, yeah. and, and Halpern's deal? Yeah, maybe. It was like hour and 15. How is Halpern doing? He's doing great. I saw him yesterday. He's doing wonderfully. Did he check on your hand? Yes. He says I'm doing great. Does he know we talk about him in a really good way? Yes. He, he does. loves He appreciates it. He's a good guy. He always says yes, too. He's such a nice guy. He's an angel. All right. So back back to our genes versus genitalia. So, okay. We we have this 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 problem in America because we're not looking at the whole picture. And so just because someone says they feel like they're female today and they may have been taking hormones for a year or two does not truly and objectively put them on an even playing field with other women. And so for women who have fought so well and so hard and, and, and should have had to, but have fought so hard for equality and, and especially even in college sports, which is really one of those areas that women had no presence 40 years ago in college. And now because of the rule changes, women's sports have really, really, uh, so I'm looking for here, permeated, progressed, permeated college athletics. And so almost half of the the athletes in college are female. It was not like that before. And so women are really trying to get equal pay and equal respect and equal everything, which they deserve. Absolutely. If, if, if a man and a woman do 40 hours, they should get paid the same exact penny. I believe that. I never disbelieve that. I don't care if you're white, black, female, male, 40 or 20. If you do 40 hours of work and someone else does the same 40 hours of, 40 hours of work, they should get paid identically. Period. Well, I don't know about that. Uh, if, unless, unless someone's better. That's what I'm saying. I mean, but I'm like saying there if, comes if two people becomes... do the same work because they have the same mental capacity, it doesn't matter what color or what sex they are, they should get paid the same, right? Yeah, I, I mean, if it's equal this, product, if it's equal, equal work product, e- yes, yes, equal e- pay, equal product, equal skill set, 
Right. Equal, they equal pay. Equal pay. I, and, I agree with that. And, and so, you know, there's equality giving everyone the same opportunity. And then there's equity, which gives everyone the same outcome. And that's not really fair. So let's go back to equality. And equality is really what America is based on. It's not based on equity. It's based on equality. That means that you, Bubba, and I, Bubba, have the same opportunities in life. We have equal opportunities. That doesn't mean you and I are going to end up the same at the end of 30 years. No, we're not. We're, we're, we have, we're on different trajectories, but, or however you say it. But, but when we're starting off, when we're starting off in first grade, it doesn't matter who you are. You could end up being president. You could be a CEO of a company. You could be a doctor, a lawyer. You could be almost anything you want. No one in America is stopped from being able to do something in America. Unless you're not a citizen, you can't be president. Other than that... It's fair game. We had a black guy become president. We had a, 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 a TV real estate tycoon become president. We've had ass clowns become president. And we've had rich people come, become president. And we've had war heroes become president. A lot of people. And, and when it comes to like medicine, you could be almost anything. If you're smart enough, you do well enough in school, you can become a doctor. If you're smart enough, you do well and work hard enough in school, you become a lawyer. Those opportunities are equal in America, they truly are equal. In fact, in law school, you don't do an interview. You are a number and statistics, and that's how they rate you. They do not rate you based on anything else. They never look at you. They never talk to you because they don't want there to be any chance of any outside factor influencing whether influencing whether or not they accept you, which I think is, is beautiful that you are invisible until you're accepted. I wish we really live that way. And that's the way it should be. You should be invisible but it, but it's so, as an applicant. But it's so not that way. I mean, My it, dad, I found out last night, last night, that, you know, we were talking about colleges and people getting into college and how hard it is for some people to get into college. You know, Bella, who got, you know, graduated from USC, magna cum laude, got blanked in medical school. She applied to 32 medical schools and didn't get in. And she did well in her MCAT. Did not get in. Now she's going to go to law school and she's going to be a hell of a lawyer. So we were talking about opportunities and opportunities that I got and opportunities that my dad got. And, you know, I, when I applied for a plastic surgery residency, now I went out off again. I'm the kind of guy that's going to try hard and go outside the box because if I see there's a potential for an opportunity, I'm going to do everything in my power to make that happen because success and things that are valuable are not easy. You have to work to get anything of value in this world. That's and the way. That's it the way used, the world's supposed to work. That's the way it used to be, right? I agree. It's, and it's not, becoming it's, less that way now. It's not that way anymore. No, it's becoming less that way. But we we grew up, Bubba, that hard work, and and, and you'll you'll you you'll be happy. What you reap, you reap what, what you sow. You yep. reap what you sow. Totally right? agree. Totally agree. You, you're you're you know. My dad used to often say when I was, you know, eating a candy bar or, you know, eating something that wasn't good for me that was going to make me a fat ass. My dad would say, your body's like a bank. You know, and, and you know, it's like whatever you, you, if you put good stuff in it, you'll get good. You know, I don't know if it made sense or Makes not. Makes sense, yeah. But Makes your sense. body's like a bank. And, you know, in today's world, man, I, I, I wish I could turn this TV on because did you, did you, did you hear us playing today? That that woman that's trying to make the Drew Barry uh, the Drew Barrymore dancing in the rain um, viral video 
My favorite spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get when you're talking through Mint Mobile. I mean, I can't believe that I've been living some other life with all this scratchy mobile when I can get crystal clear and the best mobile through Mint Mobile. And I can do it all for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. I can afford this. How much have I been paying on my other plan? Probably getting gouged. But it's time to switch to Mint Mobile and get unlimited talk, text, and data for $15 a month. Say bye-bye to your overpriced wireless plan. I mean, I'm talking jaw-dropping monthly bills and unexpected overages. Say goodbye to all that nonsense. Mint Mobile is here to rescue you with a premium wireless plan starting at 15 bucks a month. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the largest 5G network. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and bring your phone number along with all your existing contacts. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for 15 bucks a month. To get this new customer offer and your three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. That's mintmobile.com forward slash B-U-B-B-A. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com forward slash Bubba. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to 15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plans. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Delve into the shadows of the mind with Sleeping Dogs, a gripping murder mystery starring Academy Award winner Russell Crowe. Now available on digital. Crowe portrays an ex-homicide detective unraveling a brutal murder he can't recall. Uncovering secrets from his past, he learns a chilling truth. It's best to let sleeping dogs lie. Visit sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery to watch Sleeping Dogs, now on digital. That's sleepingdogsmovie.com slash Wondery. Racist. No, I did not hear that part. And it's called the Libs of libs of TikTok. And it was, it, I, I wish I could find it right now because I, I went off on, I went off on, the, on, on it and the fact that it's, 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 it's opens it's tough to be a white guy in today's society well because they're so quick to say racist and they're so quick to make a label and and it's all about labels you know when when obama became so effective as as a as a speaker and then you had guys like glenn beck that were really opposed to obama and you remember Glenn Beck? Yeah. And you knew him as you knew him before he was him. famous. Yeah. Yeah. Spoke you know about him today with my guest. Oh, you did. Okay. Yeah. Um. And you remember him when he had his little beetle with the flower in the yeah. in the, in the thingy? Yeah. Silly. But he did. He did have a couple of good things to say. And you know, one of the things that he talked about was that the at the time the left was using a book called Rules for Radicals, written by Saul Alinsky. And I was so enamored by it that I actually was afraid to buy the book because I thought I was like, oh, I was going to get in trouble, I'd be on some list if I bought this book. So I go to the bookstore back in the day when there were bookstores, and I bought it and I read it in a day. It was like 100 pages. It was, are you a pretty good reader? 
It was, I have a medium reader. You know, I'm okay. You're a fast reader, aren't you? I tried because it's painful to read to me. So I want to get through as fast as possible and try to remember it. But the rules for radicals, th there's two things on rules for radicals that, that, that you can summarize the book in, in two essential parts to it. Number one is, if you want to affect change, overwhelm the system. Right. That absolutely is effective. And so one of the, one of the examples they made was... Well, they were trying to you know, protest at an airport, and what they did was they had people back in the days where you could be at the terminals without having to go through security. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. So as soon as a flight landed, all the people that were part of this organization would, would bum rush the bathrooms. Because what do you want to do when you go off a flight? Take a leak. Right. So they'd occupy the bathrooms for like 45 minutes after a flight would leave, I mean land, and no one could use the bathroom. And it was really disruptive, something that simple. It overwhelmed the system. The other thing that was a theme that Trump did beautifully is if you mock your opponent, you win. If they, if the other side is no longer taken seriously, you win. And so when he did things like, you know, Marco Rubio's with his ears in his hands and Sleepy Joe and all his little nicknames, it was right out of rules for radicals. So now we have to be very careful because anything you say, they're going to want to make you ridiculed or and nowadays, before they didn't have this back then, canceled. So they think if they can label you and put a label on you or some nickname that can get you canceled, then oh, they can and, win. And it's effective, though. And they like to use the word racist. They say racist for everything. I want to know how many people that love to, to throw around the, world, the word racist have actually saved a black person from dying. A stranger, not someone you knew or were paid for, but just stopped on the side of the street and saved a black person from dying. How many of you people that want to label other people as racists have done that and gone out of your way to do that and gotten their blood and their sweat and their saliva on you, but you didn't care because you saw another human being, black, white, green, purple, who gives a fuck what color they were, that was in trouble and needed help, and you as a human being decided to help another human being? None. So none of those motherfuckers could say that. And how many of you fuckers that want to call somebody racist have ever gotten a black man out of jail? That had a life sentence or had another 10 years on a sentence and got him out in a week. How many of you motherfuckers have gotten off your ass and done that? You want to label other people as racist? Well, look in the motherfucking mirror. And what have you done to help your fellow dis disadvantaged minority and it, and it's so easy neighbor to throw that it, it's such a cop out for somebody to label now win the argument don't label me with something counter my argument with a better argument or an alternative argument and the thing is i'll listen to your conversation i'll listen to your argument i'll i'll i'll, I'll take into your points and i'll think about it and i'll either say you know what those are good points or maybe you're wrong because of x y and z but that's called having a conversation just saying because someone disagrees with you that they're a racist or they're a homophobe or they're a transphobe or they're a xenophobe or some other bullshit phobe fuck off talk to me don't label me oh i love that fuck off don't talk to me i mean i'm sorry fuck off talk to me don't label me right i mean but unfortunately man the label slapped. The media goes crazy, especially if you're somebody that's, you know, affluent or celebrity. Andrew Tate. Yeah. What did he do so wrong? He has an opinion. He didn't hurt anyone. He didn't beat on anyone. 
He you, didn't you, steal anything. You can't have. He can't just talk you, about being a man. You can't have an unpopular <clears throat> alpha opin- opinion nowadays, right? By the way, you can't be. You can't have. And 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 you can't you, now. It doesn't matter how many people not you help. even if you act, help people not even if you act upon like I'm not saying that you do it you can't even speak of it let's just say this okay and I'm not trying to get you know let's just say I like hey guess what Dan I was with this chick and she liked me to choke her out I like choking bitches out well okay that's probably not the coolest thing to say but it's not illegal no it was if it would be consensual it certainly absolutely would. not. But do you know how much trouble I would potentially get in on all types of different forums if I go, you know what, I think every once in a while your bitch needs a good choking? I, I mean, back in the day, sticks and stones will break my bones and words will never hurt me. Those are words. You there's no complaints against me. I'm like, I. this is in the midst of you know a girl calling the cops on me and they say that I choked her out. Just saying that. Just saying that, even if you were just saying it in a comedic type way or uh, in a in a back and forth conversation that you and I were having that happened to be on the air, you can't even you'd be done. Absolutely it's, done. It's you know, comedy has got to be one of the most difficult things to navigate this woke culture with, because God forbid you make a joke about anyone. If they choose to come after you, they can. And people listen to them. It's a joke, guys. Jokes. Well, not Everyone even, gets made not fun even of. the jokes. Hold on, I'm going to turn this TV on because you've got to so, see so, this. So, well, not e- but hold on, Dan. Not, e- not even jokes. Not even jokes. Just just opinions can be a problem, too. Why can't I have a controversial opinion? You should be I, able to. I used to be able to. You know, my, my career was built upon controversy. My opinion, going against the grain. My 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 career was built on pissing people off. My my career was built on you know uh, the radio station getting a couple complaints and and you know Dave Reinhardt or the guy saying, "Hey man, if Bubba's not your cup of tea, don't listen." Don't listen. Just don't like I warned you guys ahead of this podcast, if you think this is going to upset you, turn it off because I don't want to hurt your little snowflake ears. Yeah, well, I'm trying to find this. Uh, and by the way, this is um, so. Why are you doing that? Do you know what I found out last night from my mom? She's we not your talk- mom. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she's got an XY chromosome. She's actually a guy. She XY'd it out she's and didn't even know who the Sorry, fuck you were. I had no idea. Um, you'll, you'll find this unbelievable. That I found out that my dad, who did his residency, his general surgery residency at an Ivy League hospital, University of Pennsylvania, did not at first get in. Do you know why? No. Because they had their quota of Italians. Because Italians weren't even considered white back then. And they didn't want they too many Italians. Gre- they were their, considered greasy. Yep. They didn't want too many Italians in their program. That he had to have like a family member that knew someone and knew someone and knew someone blowing the phone call. You're to, kidding I me. swear to God, they had, they had reached their quota on Italians. That we were, we were that sub-segmented. So I know what it's like to be discriminated against. And people don't look at you and say, oh, you're obviously Italian. I was growing up. People looked at me as I was Spanish. I was Middle Eastern. I was something Mediterranean. But something that wasn't Irish, German, Scandinavian. God, I wish I could. I wish I could something find something not white. I wish I could find. Maybe I can find. I got. It's gonna absolutely make you go off the fucking chain when I play this for you. If I can find, I can't find the fucking. We trying to just turn on the TV. Yeah, but I. Is there a remote someplace? Blitz has the fucking remote. Blitz got everything. And I don't. It's not working. Damn it! Thank God this is a podcast. Long form, <laughs> Willie. <laughs> Uh, this woman, 
this African-American woman goes fucking off on us, on, on white people. And I just farted too. Oh, that was a good one. You know, Hamilton is a is now a multi-year, almost iconic production on Broadway. And Hamilton is a is a historically it was a white man. He's played by an African American actor, and it's interesting that a, that a, that a black guy can play a white guy. It's called acting. Oh, but if but a, a white, white guy, guy played, played a MLK, guy. a black a white guy plays MLK in a, in, a, in a in a play on 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 Broadway, and it would be it would be canceled immediately. Absolutely canceled immediately. Oh, if, if I tried to play MLK in a play, it would be canceled immediately. <sighs> that's just a double standard. It's bullshit. Let me see. This equal is... means equal. It doesn't mean giving these people special. <laughs> these people being anything aside. All right. So you got from to, the mainstream. You're going to have to come up here. Okay. With I'm me because you got to visually see. And then and then when <laughs> after after it plays, then you can go back to your little thingy. So. Drew Barrymore, the actress, it was raining in Southern California. This is late July, a few weeks ago. Late July. It was raining, and in, 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 I guess rain in Southern California is super rare. Yes. And she was just, this is Drew Barrymore, and she was just having a good time. It's raining. It's just, that's it. She's, it's, that's it. She's Drew Barrymore, and it's raining. Well, supposedly, well, this African-American woman, uh, Goes goes ahead, and I'm gonna put my headphone here so you can see here. And she goes and breaks this down. So this is Drew Barrymore's TikTok, okay? And she posts that it's raining, and she's having a good time. You and I both know that you are capable of enjoying the rain and frolicking freely without filming it and then posting it to TikTok. Now you've just co-signed. Okay, you just co-signed at least 3 million 8.5 by 11 front and back people who just go out of their way to disrespect and dismiss the boundaries that black creators have set. Now, supposedly an African-American woman did a video a few months ago about frolicking in the rain. So this African-American woman thinks that now if you videotape yourself as a white person in the rain, that you are now stealing this African-American creator's idea. So hold on. It gets better. And now you're one of those people. So I guess my question would be, why? Why, would, why is it so? so important to all of you to treat us like we don't matter. Dan's going back to his seat. And and it goes further. I, I played it a little bit. It goes a little bit further today where um, she gets into how white people Oh, African-Americans, you know, because of slavery and today's Caucasian, she gets in and says, she says Caucasian and all this kind of stuff. She completely goes just absolutely fucking off the chain about slavery and 
all this kind of stuff. I played it earlier today, well, and, and, and I was just beside myself. I... I think it's pretty I think it's pretty interesting for a couple reasons. Number one, Drew Barrymore likely never saw this stupid freaking video that she's referring to. Right. So Drew Barrymore wasn't copywriting her friends or her other African Americans video or concept or theme or production. She was going back to the original production, which as a kid, I'm singing in the rain. Right, right. Just singing. I mean, that was a classic black and white movie that we saw as kids, that we have seen clips from for eternity. It's been highlighted in even other movies. I mean, it was done in, uh, oh, what was that weird, there was a weird movie where the guy was singing it. It uh, He had like an umbrella. It was, God, it was a freaky movie from like the early 80s. But it was again a spinoff of the original thing, so it's a white theme. If you want to, if you want to really be objective about it, a white person came up with that idea, not a black person. And what so does for, it matter? So, so, but it doesn't matter because and anyone so now can, so why can only a black person can sing a black that, song? That's what this woman is saying. So, so, so that's such a disingenuous thing. If that were the case, then black people would have never been able to do anything. So it's not fair. To make that jump, that conclusion, that because Drew Barrymore was replicating a famous movie scene from literally like 70 years ago, done by white people, that she doesn't care about black people. Again, my question to this 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 critic that's talking about it, what have you done for black people in the last 10 years? Right. Well, Except for bitch about other white people. What have you done to forward and advance the African-American agenda in America other than sit on your little podcast and bitch and moan about it? My guess is not a goddamn thing. So in that, in that case, shut the fuck up. Because you don't know what you're talking about. I hate having conversations no, with people that are ignorant. Why? Why would, why is it so important to all of you to treat us like we don't matter? How is a video of Drew Barrymore with a true genuine smile singing a song that she remembered since she was a little kid because it's been blasted through pop culture in, in, in ad nauseum? How does that have anything to do with this lady and her culture? And Not a goddamn thing. She's so narcissistic. She thinks everything's about her dumbass. And every thing, and that, my friends, is the world that we live in. That this has even become a thing. And that people, for the most part, the media, can't even say what you just said. You just got to sit here and take it. You gotta I, I, sit here and fucking take it. And Baba, thank you for 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 maintaining this forum, whether it be terrestrial, Twitch, uh, BRN, or podcasts, or YouTube, or whatever, where you still have the balls. I said it, the balls, the 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 chutzpah, the strength, the fortitude to allow free conversation. Because so many other people would be frightened like a little snowflake bitch and and prefer not to talk about it and be a hypocrite, a, 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 literally an educational hypocrite, an intellectual hypocrite, and not speak facts, I, let alone opinions. I wish that I could find the full comment of the African-American woman 
and because she goes off. Like, she goes straight off. She goes far. She gets far more detailed into, um, you know, slavery and uh, what I, white people owe African Americans. And, j- like, it just goes on and on. And I'm like, nobody else could be saying those things. No. Nobody no, uh, Nobody else could no. be, you know, nobody else could be saying those things. And I guarantee that my family never owned African American slaves. I said that today on the air. I can guarantee I go, that. I don't know where my family, you know, I'd ancestor, I don't know. And I don't, I don't know, I don't think we did, but I don't really know past, you know, maybe three or four grandpas. We don't, we, we don't really know. Well, right? you know, I got some interesting information last night. Your boy, it's not like it was a big, uh, a big info, a big uh, data dump on the Diaco. It really was because this, 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 this kind of, this all kind of got brought up to the forefront. And Jay and I discussed today's podcast last night too. But an interesting thing is that the candle did genealogy and she is a direct descendant from the father of Pocahontas. Who is? Candle. For real? Her, her family, part I of her family. I knew she had some hot Native American in her. Part, part of her lineage, part of her lineage goes back to the 1600s, Jamestown. She was there. Her her great, 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 great grandpappy was there. And they married a couple Indians. There's a couple interactions, not, not just one in her family bloodline, like three or four different ones. So she's a direct descendant of Pocahontas's sister, and she has three famous Indian That's why chiefs. She's so fucking hot, and she's so tough. That she is tough. So, did, it, did it make you rethink about you know fucking wrap up with her? Because so, so, she, she'll she'll scalp your ass, motherfucker. Yeah, exactly. She will. I bet Jay was like, "That's right, bitch. Don't be fuck with my bitch." Because he's got like his kid. I think Kendall has like like seventeen or eighteen percent American Native American in her. Really, like a big chunk. Yeah. It's a completely. Uh, they had no idea. They How about no Romina? Idea. Oh, Romina's all Italian and and lived in Venezuela, so she's genetically Italian. Um, I gotta tell you, I'm not trying to be creepy, man, but God, she looked good that day. Oh, thank you. She looked great. And I hope I hope the uh, Birch Crick is wearing a similar outfit this afternoon. Well, when she cut your hair, I don't, <laughs> yes. I don't know. I, I, I didn't <laughs> quite even think about that, my friend. I didn't, totally even, fair. I didn't even quite think about totally that. Fair. She's allowed to lean in. <laughs> I'm trying. I'm. I, God, I wish I could find this girl, and she went off and off and off and 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 got and and and, and brought slavery into it. And I, I just got to think. I don't that see that how is, that's a stretch, man. That I mean, is come such, on. That is that's, such. Come a, on. And you know what? Listen, can I be? Wait a minute. Listen. This is this is a forum where we can say things that we probably couldn't otherwise. But it is such a as a as a as a white man who doesn't have any problems with African Americans and who has African American friends and who thinks that white people do stupid things and black people do stupid things and Mexicans do stupid things and just I I people I, do I, stupid I, things. I judge a person based on what they have not on their skin color, but instead on their on their mentality and their actions. And for 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 it's such a cop out when an African American uses the slavery card to a person. Listen, use the slavery card to a fucking white supremacist, to a person that really hates African Americans and shows his ass and is ignorant and stupid and is still fucking living in the sixty. You know all that shit. Guys that fly Confederate flags. You know, although you should be able to fly any flag you want. I get it. I get it where that could be offensive. I understand it. I really do. I'm not that guy. But don't. Don't use the racist card to people that 
clearly are not racist. And the only thing that you. the only thing that you can don't play the slavery card to every, just to a person because they're white. Because chances are, chances are, none of our chances are we don't know that any of our ancestors owned slaves. And chances are, I can tell you 100 percent that I don't think it was cool if my family did own own slaves. I, it's was a different time back then. It's a different time now. There's still slaves today. There's still African slaves being taken out of their countries in Africa and brought to other countries to work as slaves. It still happens today. And almost every single slave was brokered or sold or had some interaction with another black guy helping facilitate it. It happened to the original slaves back from 200, 300, 400 years ago, and it's still happening now. It's black people selling other Africans. And so, sorry, it still happens today. You want to fight it? Go to Libya. Go to these countries where slavery still exists. But well, I'm not doing it. There. You're not doing well, I'm it. I'm not doing and it. I don't condone My it. My daddy didn't do it. My grandpappy didn't do it. My great-grandpappy wouldn't do it. He was in Italy. So, again, almost every society has, at one time or another, been conquered by another society. If you go back four or 5,000 years, you know, the, Italian, the, the, the Roman Empire, the Greek Empire, the, the, the Persian Empire, the Ottoman Empire, the Chinese empires, and every time they go to another country and conquer it, they either kill all the guys or make them slaves. That's what they did. And so a lot of, a lot of cultures on, in this world were slaves at some point to I, another culture. I, I, probably every one of us has slavery in our genealogy so somewhere somewhere so, you know, again you know, maybe the, the 900 Italians, years ago somebody that i'm related to either owned a slave or was a slave yeah right like, uh, ancient romans they had greek slaves you know and the, and the greeks Jimmy had Clevis? No, the, 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 the romans had the slaves that were greek the, the Jimmy greeks Clevis had slaves would be a good slave were man Persians. he'd be a hard-working motherfucker jimmy cleavis oh, he'd would. be a great slave but then you, until, he, he, until he beat your ass exactly he's a, he'd be a scary one yeah. <laughs> he'd be like hey see that guy over there with the four we chains keep, we got to keep a fucking we have, you have to put nine chains on jimmy exactly because yeah. jimmy would start weightlifting the chains exactly <laughs> he'd take the other guy who's chained to and swing him around like a like a battle axe oh uh, listen have you ever grabbed jimmy and just found how fucking solid he I is i can't dude he squeezes me it hurts i'm like ah he is so fucking solid you know what i'm saying he's we, just solid we were climbing a rock wall once in jersey and he was almost pulled he almost pulled one of those little pieces that you, you know that they're screwed in that you yeah, actually because he's a hunter to. and a gatherer those fucking fingers off, off the wall it like it like it broke off the wall he pulled it so hard have you ever seen jimmy's fingers i know they're, dan they're different than your and i's fingers uh, they're not the same they, really, you know what? They're you not could, the same. You can almost tell a person's ancestry by their fingers, can't you? Yeah. Because if you look at Jimmy's fingers, they've been dragging. His knuckles were dragging just well, a couple no, generations they've been, ago. They, they've been digging. They've been digging fucking rocks. Yeah. And and let me see if. And they're posting it to TikTok. Let me see. They got more of it. Why is it so? No, it's. To treat us like. All right, I'm not trying to keep trying to play this. I'm trying to play it where she went off. She went off. More. She went off more and got more in depth. This particular woman went more, got more in depth on it, and I really was trying to find it. Lummy sent me the longer version of it today, and the longer version will just really make you mad because she just really, really gets into it. I mean, just and really I love just to hear the rest some- of it. And it, again, 
they they're so quick to throw that that label around and when 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 and, not, uh, and by they I don't mean the, the, African Americans I mean everybody liberals love to show liberals. Just society society no, loves to throw that label liberals. around liberals tend to do it mostly they do they and love. they love to name call because they think that's going to paralyze you as soon as someone calls you racist like oh the last thing i want to be called is racist i'll stop doing whatever i'm doing just please stop calling me racist i know i'm not a racist i can prove i'm not a racist i've done so many things for other cultures objectively helping them going out of my way for no pay at all just because it's the right human thing to do for another human being so anyone wants to call me a racist you can go fuck yourself because i'm objectively not a racist fuck you nobody's calling you a racist but, 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 Dan. But, 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 settle down but you're getting but all turboed up. I'm also entitled to my opinions. You are. And I've taken people apart. A lot of people can't say that. We're not all the same on the inside either. No, you're right. You know what? As different as we are on the outside, everybody is also very different on the inside. Yes. And except your inside doesn't involve color. No. It involves like just your ability to care and to love and to nurture or not. I'm talking about literally physically inside their body. No, but I'm, like, talk- I'm, I'm talking about how black, we're. I'm talking, white, about how we're I'm talking about how we're wired. Oh yeah. You know, either you're wired to be a good person and accept people and give people a chance and not judge people, or you're wired to be a fuckhead. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you're and you're wired to be like, you know, I hate black people, or I hate white people, or I hate Chinese people, or I hate fat people, or I hate. You know, you're wired that way. I think you're wi- wired. There's two types of wiring. There's the Good versus bad, and there's leader versus follower. I agree. I think there's there's two separate sets of wires there, and I think people are either good or bad, and people are either leaders or followers. I think you're dead on. I think you're dead on, and I think that this would be a good opportunity. I think we've probably done enough damage. <laughs> we've talked about tits, dicks, slavery. <laughs> Right? Yeah, absolutely. But I think we did it gracefully so that we could maybe do this again. It's hard telling. I hope we do. Oh, I do. I hope we could do I hope we could do this at least once a month. Oh, absolutely. Making woke our bitch. Or maybe even more often than that. Yeah, absolutely. Appreciate y'all listening to this via our podcast. Become a daily downloader. Dan, thank you, buddy. Thank you. It was fun. I enjoyed it.